There are 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day. It's all of the soldiers came back in World War II. People started having kids like crazy, and it's the biggest generation that we have in America. They have a lot of money. They have, I think, more wealth than any generation ever. They are going to need some kind of either dental implants or full arch or like some kind of system because most of them, their teeth are not going to hold up that long, right? And this is a good opportunity from a marketing perspective for dentists, especially those that are in an area that have an older demographic that is retiring, is the ability to do kind of cash out of pocket or membership plans internally. And so if you were at a dental office and what you would do right now is you would create the membership plan, make sure that you're speaking directly to this group. It's not going to be digital marketing, right? Where you're running ads and things like that. It's going to be going and talking with people who are in these communities who are going to refer you a bunch of patients. Welcome back to 2024 Dental Rift. I'm your co-host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. My name is Tanner Applegate. I am the CEO and founder of Unify. We are helping you centralize all of your different password management systems into an easy, super scalable platform for your team. Gary, your your cadence on that threw me off, man. It I wasn't know, the I know, same I know. Uh, cadence. It's our first. It's New Year, so it, it's literally January second as we're recording Shake this. Up People. A little bit. People won't see this until about January, middle of January. But um, yeah, it's happy, happy 2024. Um, I hope. How, how's your How's your New Year's looking so far? Yeah, it's good. I'm it's good. excited for 2024, man. There's been. Do you, a, set, do you set resolutions? Do you set like New Year's goals and stuff like that? Uh, I do some forecasting <laughs> from a work perspective, from a business perspective, and that ends up impacting kind of like our action steps. And so, yes, I think we do <laughs> set goals, but really we set plans. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. We're not, uh, that's awesome. We're not sitting into your ones. Well, um, let's today we have an interesting show. So it's a little bit different than how we normally do it, but I think it'll bring a lot of value to our listeners. So we want to talk about baby boomers, right? So baby boomers are people who are, I think baby boomers are now what in their sixties, middle sixties, yeah, somewhere in there. Age for sure. Yeah. So they're retiring age. They're called the baby boomers because they were the babies from world war two. As all of the soldiers came back in world war two, people started having kids like crazy. And it's the biggest generation that we have, uh, in America. And it's far bigger than any of the following generations. People are having a lot of kids at that time. And so it's, it's a big group of people and they have a lot of money. They have, I think more wealth than any generation ever they've not only saved money they've paid off all their debt plus they held on to their assets so they held on to their stocks they held on to their houses and all those things with inflation have gone up like crazy so they have not only cash but they have a lot of assets as well and here's the here's the thing 10,000 of them are retiring every single day that's crazy to think about every single day 10,000 so today 10,000 baby boomers are going to retire and tomorrow, same thing, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and for the foreseeable future. So this creates some opportunities, but also creates some problems, um, specifically in the dental industry. So today, what we're going to do is Tanner and I have two topics that we want to cover, kind of on the opposite ends of the spectrum. And the first one we want to talk about is around dental insurance. And the second one is around dental implants, full arch, more uh, complicated uh, procedures that these kind of people are going to need. So let's start, let's start with the lack of dental coverage, Tanner. Last week, you kind of told me that there are some problems that are going to be created around Medicare 
as these baby boomers begin to retire. Could you break that down for the audience? Yeah, I want to I want to rephrase it, right? Every problem actually is an opportunity in disguise. And so yep. this is really one of how I want to approach this conversation. There's two spectrum. Well, there's three topics around this that I want to approach to, right? There is those that are on the lowered middle class that are leaving their jobs, they're retiring, they no longer have dental coverage from their employers, right? There is the Medicaid approach, which is Medicaid advantage, I mean, Medicare advantage. Sorry to interrupt, but I got something really, really important to share with you that's gonna bring massive impact to your practice. So every year, things change in your market. Every single year, people move, incomes change, populations change, and it's really important that you stay up to date with that. And one of the things that we wanna offer to all of our listeners completely for free is, mapping out your new patients. So we're not going to only show you where your new patients are coming from on a map, just like this above, but we're also going to show you the income areas that they're coming from, the different boxes of income, as well as the populations to make sure that you have supporting areas to where you can attract more new patients. And lastly, we're going to map out all of your competition for you for free. This is 100% for free, no obligation. And we're really excited to share this with all of our listeners. So all you have to do is go to maps.smcnational.com. And it's first come, first serve. We're not going to offer this forever. So if you want to get this, get in now, get all your new patients mapped out for the new year. We're looking forward to talking to you soon. Thanks. There's the out-of-pocket, which then also includes memberships. So let's talk then about the Medicare approach. So biggest number of uh, people retiring ever before, I mean, 10,000 people a day um, are then going to be put onto the Medicare system. Right now, Medicare as a basic requirement does not cover dental. But what's happening is that most Medicare uh, patients are getting what's called a Medicare Advantage plan, right? So it's, it's subsidized by, a, I mean, it's sponsored by another insurance company that comes in and adds additional benefits. Right now, the biggest differentiator between Medicaid Advantage plans are which ones offer dental and which ones don't, mm. right? So that's a huge decision-making factor of like, hey, I'm going to go with what plan I want to go. And what that does is it's actually creating a lot of noise in DC about the fact that we need to actually offer basic dental coverage on the Medicare basic plan, right? So there is a lot of... Um, Legislation what does that mean going exactly? On. What does that mean exactly that we need to offer? Like what? what break that so down. If for I'm, me, like so let's say that I'm low class. I retire, and I can only afford the base. I can only. I can't afford any Medicare Advantage plans right now on Medicare itself. I do not have any dental coverage. Right there's some extreme cases that can be covered um, based off the state that you're in, etc. But in general, I do not have any dental coverage. Right. And so what you can do is you can buy these supplemental plans that offer additional benefits, but they come in at an additional cost and not everyone can afford them. Right. And so what legislation is being pushed for is we need to offer better basic dental coverage and the basic Medicare plan instead of having to rely on these Medicare Advantage plans in order to be able to supplement that dental care. Right. So keeping we'll kind of keep you up in there. There's um, there's some laws being passed at that, like I said, in the federal level. Um, but there's no real traction there going to happen at least anytime soon. Biden's pro it, but this is a, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the elections and what happens with this long-term. But one thing that is happening for sure is that there's an increase in Medicare Advantage plans that again are sponsored by one of these other insurance companies. And so they are getting an increased amount of dental coverage, but they're lower quality plans than what they got with their employer. And so what ends up happening is there's an influx now of these Medicare Advantage plans, but not 
the dentist to support them, right? It's not like you get the same plan as if you're a PPO one, it's a different type of coverage that you have. And so all of a sudden the amount of people in network is not matching the amount of people that are coming into the network. So there's this huge supply and demand issue in general. And again, it's it's supplemented by America Medicare Advantage. So it comes with its pros and cons to accept it. The second part, though, that I want to talk about, and this is a good opportunity from a marketing perspective for dentists, especially those that are in an area that have an older demographic that is retiring, is the ability to do kind of cash out of pocket or membership plans internally. Hmm. Right. And so what that means is that everyone's kind of heard of these discount plans that are kind of hosted by the dental office. They say what the fees are going to be, what they include, what the discount rate is going after that. And then they charge a monthly or, or annual fee for these. These have gotten to be, for those that put a lot of emphasis into marketing and selling them, this is a huge revenue opportunity, especially amongst those older demographics that are retiring. Because what this does is they get these people in that have disposable income, that care about their dental health. You get them locked into your office. And then you also are able to then sell them on the work and treatment that I know that you want to talk about. I don't. I, this is something that to me is one of the biggest misses right now in dentistry for the opportunity to increase revenue is selling in-house membership plans, hmm. right? I think that what we do is we kind of set it up. We kind of let the front office know, and yeah. then the front office just never really sells them. Yep. But the reality is, is you can easily increase your reoccurring revenue from these to three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year in just the reoccurring, not even to mention the amount of the treatment. And the treatment the biggest, that comes out of it, and not just the treatment, but the I think the biggest thing that these uh, these plans actually create is retention. It creates retention for these patients because otherwise you lose them, right? They just come in, they oh, get yeah. their teeth cleaned, and then they go somewhere else because they just don't want to listen to the dentist because they think they don't have insurance and they can't they can't be cared for properly. So, um, so but are you? What's saying, the biggest source of new patients, hands down, in any office, Gary? The biggest source. Like where mm -hmm. do they come from or what are they looking yep. for? Yeah. Hi, hi, ideally, ideally. No, no. The ideal source of new patients. Oh, patient referrals. Referrals, right? Yeah. 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 Easily. Referrals. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Think about that demographic. They're not working. They're going and living in communities of go pocket, yeah. like-minded yeah. ones. They're a huge referral source. So if you huge. get them in on your membership plan and then they're out there telling all their other friends that also just retired that don't have any yep. more dental coverage. They become a huge source of revenue growth for so, your so offices. You thinking, it's one that I just want to emphasize. Totally agree with. So are you thinking then if I owned a dental office, let's say you would say, are, are you saying that I should create a, like a baby boomer um, package? Um, you could create a baby you... boomer. You could create a package specifically for them. But I think that the basics of itself are important. Like we had an office that was that they built an active community and it completed when I was there. And I, we went and had the office manager and the dentist go in and do these educational events at them because it was a huge source of new patients for us. And again, it's a great referral community. So yeah. you could make sure you have the plan there. I would create kind of as with any marketing centric on the person that I'm targeting, which in this case is the baby boomers. So I would have some marketing around the baby boomers specifically and why it benefits them. But you don't need to do a plan specifically for them. I think your general plan will fit. It will fits fit well for need. families too, but make sure that you have marking collateral that kind of is targeted towards them and not just like the mom of a young family. Very true. Very true. Okay. So um, 
now let's talk about the opposite end of this. It's something the way I've been looking at this. I, I and I love the way you're looking at it too, Tanner. Um, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit on on that front. Um, the way I've been looking at this is there are 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day. They're very active. They have a lot of money overall. The, the, that age group has a lot of money and they are going to live longer and they are going to need some kind of um, either dental implants or full arch or like some kind of system because your teeth, their teeth aren't going, most of them, their teeth are not going to hold up that long. Right. And so what, who and what's going to serve that market? Because right now there's not enough dentists to service that market. And that's one of the reasons that you, if you go online and you actually look up web traffic and you look up dentist keywords, you're going to notice right away that like dental implants is one of the highest search keywords because people are researching it. And you would be shocked, Tanner, as I talk to these GP offices that want to get into this and want to start doing full arch, they don't figure out financing. <laughs> so it's not, they're not making this feasible for somebody who's retired. Cause somebody who's retired doesn't want to pull all their cash and put $50,000 down, but they're happy to get a 300, 400, $500 payment to get the treatment that they need. Right. And so you have to make it very appealing and they have to trust you. There's a whole process to that, but I'm fascinated by this because there's, there's a lot of these patients that need help and there's not the dentist to do the work. There's not enough dentists to do the work. There's going to be more people needing the work than dentists to fulfill it. I mean, and honestly too, Gary, to speak to that and to kind of, I guess, enunciate what you said, even a little bit further. If you look at the segment of PE funded DSO growth right now, the ones that are targeting these implant centers are the ones that are growing the fastest because they see the opportunity. Right. And so if we were to speak to local DSOs that either already exist or even small individual practices right now, you have a, an advantage over them because of the fact that you are geographically already established, right? So you understand the demographics, you understand your, your patient base that you could easily tap into this and should be tapping into this opportunity of expanding out your reach to target exactly like what Gary said, which is these implant and full mouth car cases, Right. There's there is clearly a demand there, which is why these DSOs are exploding yeah. in competition for this, that you should take advantage of your already established dominance in that area to make sure that you're the one getting advantage of it instead of these other groups that are coming into your market. I love that. Yeah. One of the things that we've actually just created and we're launching this month, Tanner, you'll, you'll like this a lot because we, we saw this pattern of I'll first tell the problem and then I'll tell you the solution that we came up with. So the problem was, is that these GP offices want to add full arch. The doctor goes and does all this training clinically. They learn how to do it and they go, okay, let's market. So they're over here clinically. And then they say, let's market and let's get this up. And we're over here generating hundreds of leads because that's what you need to do for you need to generate a hundred leads or more to get one person who's interested in full arts that's actually ready to buy because there's a lot of people researching and things like that. So you, you're creating all these leads, you're, you're nurturing those leads, and then you're sending them to the office. Well, the office didn't, most of the offices don't have any operational structure to support full arch and they don't have the sales process to actually close them and the financing and all those kind of things in place. So they largely end up with nothing. So you can spend 10, $20,000 is a small budget in the full arch space, right? So you're spending ten, twenty thousand dollars and getting zero, right? So it's the difference between hitting a home run and closing three cases and, and increasing your top line by twenty percent, thirty percent, 
or you just wasted all of your profit that much. The profit, the profit that you would have captured that month just went out the door for marketing and investing in infrastructure for full arch and people get really frustrated. So we're just like, okay, well, how do we solve this for them? How do we help people with this? And this is not a new problem. This is a problem that people have been experiencing for a long time. The, the answer, I think the answer is what we've created is a three month course, 12 weeks where we walk through their sales process and we bring in experts, people who are doing it, not, not consultants, but like people who are actually doing it every single day. And not, nothing against consultants. It's just like, we, we, I wanted somebody who actually is sitting in the chair doing it. So we bring in a sales expert who's selling, averaging 60 arches a month. We bring in an operational expert, somebody who's doing hundreds of arches a month and, and overseeing operationally how to structure that. And then, and, then we bring, and then we do marketing on our end. And we, we, we take a month and we work through each subject so that way that they're ready for marketing. So we're putting the coaching up front rather than on the back end, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a smart idea. Again, it's always about execution though, right? You can go in and build it and give them all this great value. But if people aren't putting in the effort to go in and actually utilize those resources that you're providing, it's not going to work. So yeah, they have yeah, to sit um, on the call. We're, we're going to get, they're going to have homework. They have to sit on the call. They have to work through the homework. And otherwise, they just waste their money. So I think there's enough motivation there and enough positive peer pressure to hope, hopefully, we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated right. on, on how it goes. And we're working through it backwards. So we're doing sales first because I think that will bring the most traction. Operations second, like, hey, let's clean up this process so we can move faster and do more. And then lastly, add in marketing to dump fill on the fire, so to speak. So Love I'm it. excited about that because I think that it will solve some of this but it doesn't solve all of it, right? There's still not right. enough doctors and it definitely doesn't solve the GP side of it where um, what are people gonna do? So I think that gives a lot of people food for thought. Um, and so let me, let me ask you one last question, Tanner. So if you were a dental office and what you would do right now is you would create the membership plan, make sure that you're speaking directly to this group and go target them, and which is gonna be more to hand-to-hand -hand combat, right? Like go... It's not going to be digital marketing, right? Where you're running ads and things like that. It's going to be going and talking with people who are in these communities who are going to refer you a bunch of patients and go capture them that way. And then if you are in full arch, learning the process, so that way you can actually execute and get these people in on uh, for larger treatment. Anything else that you would do if you were a dental office that people should think through for the new year? Yeah, I, I do think that you said not digital. I do think there is value. I mean, you're the expert and you'd probably speak more to this, but my gut is that there is still a lot of language that can be spoken to these dental plans, especially on like Facebook and stuff where the baby boomer generation is, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that there is digital marketing that can exist there, especially in lookalike campaigns, et cetera. But yes, I think that there is a lot of kind of grassroots marketing where you go in and pay pound the pavement in order to get some traction there. Yeah. The one, the one struggle that we've had with, so all these membership plans, they all say market it, market it, right? They all do obviously because they run membership companies. The problem that we've run into when trying to market these membership plans is that there's a disconnect between membership plans and insurance. And it's not intuitive. Like an ad doesn't all of a sudden help you solve that. So it'd kind of be like if I came to you and I said uh, in a digital ad, Hey, I'm going to give you um, a membership plan on your decorations in your house. You're going to be like, what, what the junk is that? Right. That's how a lot of people feel about membership plans for dental offices. They don't understand it. 
So there's a big disconnect there, but maybe soon we'll move into that realm where people start to understand it. Where we have had the most success is the membership plans being sold in office once the patients are coming in, because it's so easy to market to emergency patients and those kind of things. But this is a different group. This is a group that relies more on word of mouth than over digital ads and things like that. So obviously that's going to change over time, but that's still definitely um, on the table. So awesome stuff, man. Thank you so much for coming on today and discussing this. This is, I, I learned a lot from it. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace.